0: You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Well, what up, everybody? It's your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast, and today, we have an amazing independent in creator that has a scroll of roles. Let me tell you, he is a writer, he's a producer, he is the comedian, he is a podcaster, he is a publisher, and the list goes on. He wears more hats than anyone I've ever seen. The one, the only, the ever powerful, the future legend in the making right here, Chris. Man, cd way-pa! what up, brother? How you doing?
1: <laughs> hey, great, great, good to be here, Al. Nice to meet you. This is awesome. I love yeah, that bro. intro too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that for sure. So,
0: you, yo boss, brother, we are man, the man behind White cat Entertainment, bringing you know an amazing abundance of media entertainment like that trans media because you cover it all. You're not know, limited to one type of media. So, you know, th- thank you, you know, for being creative and sharing in that journey. We're about to get into that. So, Chris, a bit about yourself, my homie. Tell us where you're from originally and what was your first love in <laughs> pop culture? My
1: What's first my first love was probably, uh, it had to be comic books, although, you know, movies was a super close second. I mean, I, I grew up watching like all the Spielberg and the Indiana Joneses and the Star Wars and all of the uh once I got to see, you know, Star Wars in the theater in 1977 when I was uh, very young. And that kind of like set me on this journey of like, oh, my God, that's what these things can be. And I remember my first uh, Spider-Man comic book, too. I don't they remember the number of it, they but go. I remember I, I'm sure your fans will be like, oh, I know exactly which one that is. It was Spider-Man and. On the cover, he was fighting the rocket racer. So basically, it was a villain on a skateboard. And also, in the back was, like, the big wheel. Like, there was this giant guy. There was a guy in a giant wheel that would spin around and had guns on it. So, <laughs> so that I remember that cover specifically. That was my first uh, um, Spider-Man comic. And I was hooked from then on, pretty much. Like, at a very early age. I'd say, like, seven or eight.
0: Have you ever tried to recreate that wheel? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that would be awesome. I think that would be cool to see you know, And don't have to worry about parking. Just kind of go wherever yeah. you want. Yeah. Get out of the way.
0: Boom. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, All right. Parking available, folks. <laughs> don't mind the scraps. All right. All right. And, 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 what were you raised and born at, brother?
1: I was a, I'm a Philly guy. So I was raised in the uh, suburbs in Philly, but then I spent a lot of time in Philadelphia. I lived there. I started doing stand up there and I went to college there. Are you an Eagles fan? Uh, how can you not be an Eagles fan? But, you know, oh, I'm yeah, one of the wait few wait Eagles. Folks, I'm sorry yeah. I got to cut this podcast
0: short today. <laughs>
1: yeah, but, but you know, I'm one of the few Eagles fans that don't yell and boo their own team, so. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a New York
0: Giants fan. And, uh, come on, brother. Who are you talking to? <laughs>
1: So, you know, if I don't like uh, what the team's doing, I stay silent. I don't yell at them. I just, like, okay, you know, that's. <laughs> you want to suck what that's I on you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what can we do? You want to suck <laughs> that's on you, brother. Yeah. I, I'll support you when you're good. Right now, I, I, I can't. I, I'm not proud. I'm not proud. It's, it's like when you have a bad kid, right? Yeah, yeah. you almost don't want to admit that you're a kid. You're like, <laughs> shit, no. Nah.
1: Yeah. Is that like, then you just go, I don't oh, I don't, I don't follow football. Then you just really get an <laughs> excuse.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not a big fan. I, mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's stupid. It <laughs> works. <laughs> that's what we men do, ladies. You know, that's a the secret <laughs>
1: there. We just don't fuck you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. We don't want to get
1: involved. We don't know. Uh, I, I remember uh, a woman once asked me, it's like, um, why, why don't men get it? I said, that's not the problem. <laughs> the problem is that women don't get that men don't get it. That's the yeah. problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <All> right. <laughs> All
1: right. Exactly. Just leave it alone.
0: That's Everyone it. knows men don't Move get on. it.
1: That's not the problem. We know. We know. That's the... <laughs>
0: right. Move on, please. Thank God. All right. So talk about that earlier, man, in your geekdom. Were you alone in your geekdom? Or 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 oh, wow. were you a lone wolf growing up, you know, loving what you loved?
1: You know, I was uh, I was always the kid that would, like, uh, figure out a way to avoid recess in school, to spend time in the library, to read, like, science fiction and fantasy books. Oh, you were the <laughs> Uber nerd. Yeah, gotcha. I was. Did you have a I, pocket I brought, protector as a kid? I, yeah, I brought it to the next level. <laughs> I did. And then on the weekends, I would play Dungeons and Dragons. And then, uh, uh, But, yeah, for sure, it um, was um, it was an early age. And I was, as they say, fully wait, immersed.
0: I got to know here because I remember there was a kid that I used to go see. He was, he was a great kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. love the kid. But he wasn't typical in glasses. He would mm-hmm. go with the brown Al Bundy slacks, you know, short sleeve button, you know, button up shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, uber nerd, bro. Boy. Yeah. Is that what you were relegated yeah. to?
1: I was always like the. I was still a t-shirt and jeans guy. And you know, okay. when we we got uh, we got a little um uh, we actually had a really kind of cool uh, high school where it was like oh, you right. know the the nerds and football players and the bullies would all coexist. So we had, we had a pretty good. Uh, I, I know it was weird. Like, it was kind of like if Freaks and Geeks were like, hey, the bullies playing Dungeons and Dragons with us this weekend. That's weird. So, yeah, that's, uh... yeah, yeah, listen,
0: man. This is like what you need. You know, hey, let's <laughs> hang out, man. Bring, yeah, yeah. Bring some of those guys out. to a convention. Go ahead. Try to mess with me now. Yeah. yeah. football guys knock your ass out. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good, though. See, the, yeah, I, uh, I, I had kind of, uh, it, it was kind of like we kept it quiet. You know, it wasn't cool mm-hmm. up in, in in New York back in the day. But yeah, mm-hmm. I had my, my, uh, a little tribe, just a very small tribe. Mm-hmm. It was funny. We, we would come back in the back of the stairs of the crib and try to create our own comics. I swear to God, a lot of our ideas got stolen because we were stupid and we were showing them off at the New we York Comic Con trying to pitch wow. ideas. But we yeah. ain't know no better at the ki- time we were kids, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It happens. It's all right. Yep. It's all right.
1: <laughs> you, you you can keep creating it's okay you know they, hey, they can't steal what, what you're got about got make. yeah
0: hey, look what i got now baby what <laughs> i got this and i'm talking to people like chris So all right, so talking about then your creative journey but so talk yeah. about when you started getting creative like but what was what was the first thing you got creative in because obviously you know you, you listen but you're doing you're writing you produce comedian mm-hmm. podcast publishing yep. doing all these things mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. came first
1: I started uh, it was definitely oh, okay. writing. That's definitely my uh my, my first love has always been writing. I started writing in my teens. Like I, I did I all sorts of writing that I could do. I was like I would be I would write short stories that no one wanted to read, but then I also was writing uh for the local <laughs> newspaper. So I was actually getting paid to write uh oh, right. by oh. age eighteen. And
0: um Well, maybe uh, you submit to a paper and get paid for it. How the hell that happened? Sorry. Oh, well, I,
1: I was a local uh, news reporter, so I would go on like a oh, beat, and they would send me to you know. It was it was the most you, wanna, you Don't drive. tell me you want. Oh, okay, oh I was about to say you were trying to you said on the beat. You weren't
0: trying to be like Billy on the street, right?
1: Oh, it, it's when when you're in a suburb like uh, in Pennsylvania, <laughs> you know the most exciting thing that can happen is like you know a new town gets like a traffic light or something like that. But, oh uh, damn! But oh, what my God, I there's a stop sign here. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but but what I would do though is I was like. Like, hey, can I, you know, pitch or bring some articles in? So I actually um brought in some comic book related articles that i actually wrote and they would they actually published them so i was kind of using like well yeah i know i'm writing about local government that nobody reads but how about like a movie review here and there and how about like uh, an article about uh the dark knight returns or um know local comic book creator chuck dixon who um i met when i was a teenager because he was oh yeah uh, man we've been to chuck man shout out
0: to chuck man a legend son
1: yeah, like, so so I met him and interviewed him, and uh, so I kind of like brought a little bit of comic book culture to the daily local news in uh, Westchester, Chester, nice. Pennsylvania. So
0: <laughs> look at you, man, bringing the love of comics to the hood, baby. That's what Chris do, <laughs> man. Where all right. So how how did that elevate from there? So you're doing this local thing, you're in a paper and whatnot. Yep. You know what, what 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 came next after
1: that? I started uh, doing stand up, and then I went to um, stand up. Yep, I was doing stand-up for a long time. i started have heard a comedy coming to play. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it was the kind of thing I always wanted to do, and I realized later that it wasn't really just doing stand-up that I loved. It was writing the jokes. Like, the writing part yeah. of it was always okay. the part that I loved the most, but you could get paid for it and it was instant feedback. And as when you're in college, a part-time job telling jokes paid a lot better and quicker than, uh, you know, wait, wait, being a waiter or working like, in uh, yeah, yeah. you know, you know
0: so, who wants to I'm, get like, their ass pinched? Yeah. So i I'm, like, yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> I'm thinking, all right,
1: Chris, well, I, 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 I can work at the funny, bo- yeah, I can work at the funny bone for the week and, you know, make the same. I would make in like three weeks working like a, you know, a regular job in college. So, um, and it was this was in the boom where there was like a lot of comedy clubs and one nighters where you could actually make a fair amount of money, uh, you know, locally. Um, and, and what then, circuit
0: are we talking about here?
1: That's uh, it's like the Philly, New Jersey, kind of like Maryland, Ohio, yeah, what, like kind of that circuit.
0: And, and what year? Uh,
1: early, early, early 90s
0: all right but okay, okay okay yeah definitely yeah. i could agree yeah there's the, the mm-hmm. comedy there were tons of the mm-hmm. comedy clubs in new york i could definitely yep. touch to that you're like
1: it yeah, was popping
0: yeah. i, I had so mm-hmm. many at that time that are now like defunct yeah
1: a lot of them aren't uh aren't around anymore that is that is very uh true and uh new york always had the uh the largest uh kind of concentration of comedy clubs as well and uh Uh, But I was doing that while I went to college and I, you know, I went to film school. And then after um, after college, I kind of went on the road for a little bit. Then I realized I kind of had to move out to L.A. to move anything forward. So I I. Went out to L.A. probably mid-90s. And then I started everybody just kind of... Uh,
0: fucking L.A., Jesus. Yeah. I, I've yeah. spoken to so many of you guys. Hey, yeah. buddy. <laughs> I just went to the West Coast. I went to yeah. Cali. I went to Cali. I went to... This is such a consistent theme on this podcast. I well, I Al, you to... know... What from... was Talk to me. What was it? Did you... Tell me here, though. What was it about Cali and did you know somebody? Or did you go blindly? <laughs> Uh,
1: first of all, you can't beat the weather. So <laughs> I agree.
0: I went to San Diego and I'm like yo, I'm wearing a suit, you know, and, and it was the sun yeah. is out, but I'm not sweating. My friend yeah. had a hoodie and he's like, yo, Al, I don't even feel hot. It's yeah. wonderful. I'm like yo, I know this is insane. This is the- yeah, I the I, I, felt.
1: I knew almost no one going out to la i oh, slept wow, on yeah. another comedian's floor uh while she was on the road and like we used not, our, even, the place couch that crashed. Damn, not even the guy yeah, there wasn't enough room we had to <laughs> <laughs> it was uh you know it was uh, a studio before, and uh yeah so it was really starting from ground zero in fact to help get wow, money from the great. for the trip like on the drive across country, like I stopped at like catch a rising star. And I think it was St. Louis that I, you know, I made the money for the weekend and then, I'm like, okay, well now I have some cash to go out to LA. So, oh um, yeah, right. it was, it Stop was, I, I, I can go on cash. me yeah. ups Whoa. When I, I look at it, I'm like, I did it on a shoestring with nothing with very few prospects.
0: <laughs> God bless you. Look at you, bro. I mean, you <laughs> moved on up doing that. Wow. What, that's amazing. Have you see, folks, man, when you went, you put your mind to it, you know, you, you, it happens. It just happens. And was it easy when you when, when you find yourself low Did the opportunities for you to make that income to keep you moving forward, did you find them easy to come?
1: No, I, I honestly, everything was like um, uh, up and down. Like sometimes it was oh. like, oh, this is great. This is this is um, you know a, a simple, and then other times it was. Um, super hard and then there's obviously a lot of disappointments and then you're like oh i can't make ends meet i got to get another job and like you know it's it's an ebb and flow and it's always an up and down and and you know i hate to say it too but it's you know there's even like when you get to a certain level it's like it's still always kind of like a uh, it's a hustle and, and a struggle so part of that never goes away uh but then there's certain parts that get more comfortable too Gotcha,
0: gotcha, gotcha. All right. So, then talk about when you started doing even, even more. Of that what what came first? Was it white cat or was it the podcast?
1: It was definitely um, doing stand up and writing, and then podcasts for sure. The like podcast. I started a you know comedy film nerds about twelve fifteen years ago, and that was a oh company.
0: oh you early yeah. on oh early yeah I was part an early, of the part. early I was an early,
1: an early adopter yeah yeah awesome. And, uh, what so... made
0: you attracted to podcasting so early then?
1: Well, it was interesting. Like I, we originally started the company, Comedy Film Nerds, to be a combination of comedians and filmmakers to have a place to um, talk about movies, to sell stuff, and to um, write articles, and kind of be like a hub for comedians and film to kind of like uh, combine. And then my uh, partner at the time, Graham Elwood, who founded the company with me, is like, "Well, we should do a podcast." And that's when I said, "Well, what's a podcast?" And then,
0: yeah, so we started
1: adding the podcast to the uh, the site, and then the podcast became the most important part of the site because that was what was wow. growing the fastest. And so, you know, we had a bunch of comedians on and filmmakers, and uh, the show expanded from there. We ended up doing a. Documentary through the company called Earbuds, the podcasting documentary with you know Aisha well, Tyler, wow. Mark Maron, Joe Rogan. So you could see like this. It's on Amazon Prime, I think. same right word, so man. When
0: that came out,
1: that came out a couple of years ago, yo, yo, um, it, Chris, but it's still at available. Yeah.
0: pioneer, yeah. baby! Look we to. Shit,
1: a legend, baby. I love it. This yeah. is crazy, man.
0: Love it. Love it.
1: Yeah, so it's it was a fun movie and definitely it's uh, it's worth checking out especially if you can get it on Amazon Prime if you already have Prime. So it uh, kind definitely, of, I
0: have it. I'm peeping yeah. this shit today, yeah, bro.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I got uh, you. I- because as you know, Al, like one of the things we explored is there's a very specific connection between a podcaster and the audience that doesn't exist in like any other meeting. It's so personal 100. that it's it's completely different than watching a show or a movie. And that's kind of what we explored. We went to like Japan and Australia and interviewed fans, and it was it was awesome. But oh, wow. you know,
0: you went on a global tour. For
1: we this? did. We interviewed all sorts Hi. of people from all walks of life. Was
0: that the first time in your life you, you did a global tour?
1: That's the first time I've ever been to Australia and Japan, and those countries oh, I was, are amazing. Ooh,
0: dude, what, how is this, I, I'm so into wanting to go to Japan. Like, how was that
1: experience? Amazing. What? <laughs> I would recommend anybody to go to Japan. To go to Japan, it's a, it's an. It, I had an amazing time. Like I've been wanting to try to go back too, and uh, to have like a return visit. But it's, I mean, I loved Australia too. I've been there a couple times, but Japan was just unbelievable. Loved it.
0: Yeah, man. I, I looked up my name, Almega. It's, it's Aru Mega.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Aru Mega. It's, it's, it sounds vicious. <laughs> All right. So, talk to me about White Cat now, man. Because you're you, right, you, you doing comics. You're doing, yeah. you doing a whole bunch of fun stuff. Folks, and let me bring up the website, too. Because I know we've been mm-hmm. chit chatting here. But mm-hmm. look, at, look at this, folks. I mean, films, podcasting, graphic novels, book services. Yeah. I mean, and then you, of course contact them. You're gonna go shopping mm-hmm. in a bit, yo. But uh, but before we peruse that website, and uh, let's hear it from the man himself. What is White Cat? It's a distributed as well. What is it?
1: White Cat Entertainment is a company I started in 2020, right when the pandemic hit, which is a great time to start a new company, by the way. And uh, <laughs> and uh, wait,
0: it, wait, it, was that by accident or would you just happen? A planning to launch then and then smack.
1: Um, it was, I was planning to launch it and then bam. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, well, it wasn't, you know, didn't uh, see this coming. Uh, but, oh, uh, they, oh, shit. so comedy <laughs> film nerds, we were, uh, we were wrapping up in 2019 and, um, which ironically a couple months later, movie theaters closed. So it was a weird timing that worked out. Uh, so I started the company because I always wanted to combine my first love, which was writing and storytelling with everything else I had been doing over the last couple of decades. And uh, and that included books, podcasts, films, and and graphic novels. And I just wanted to kind of put everything under one banner and kind of like give everything like a, a a just kind of a home and a brand where all of my work could be under uh, one roof. So that's kind of where it, uh, I I mean, the way I kind of describe it is it's a, a comedy and genre storytelling company with an emotional core. And the, the, tag is Outer Worlds Inner Journeys for uh, White Cat Entertainment. Oh, oh damn, bro.
0: And, and so, <laughs> so uh, let's bring it back up and talk about what you got, kiddo. I mean, it, it, let's peruse. Let's peruse. Let's get into the <laughs> graphic novels because it's a comic book. We're going to be talking about some comics, baby. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about, let's see what we got over here on the comic book side. So we're all going far away. Rise of the yep. Kung Fu Master. Not just one, but two books over here. So t- talk about this. What, you know, what do we got here?
1: Uh, Long Go and Far Away is a, a fantasy comedy story. And I always thought, like, you remember reading, like, the Narnia books as a kid, like, Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe and all of those uh, awesome books? I remember always thinking, like, well, what happens to those kids after they go into the fantasy world? They come back to our world. They're 30, they run a comic book shop and the guy's an asshole. What would happen if he had to go back into that world again as an adult? So uh and that's the story of long and go and far away, where um these uh uh used to be kids have to go back into this world as an adult. And can he um this the hero Jason can he re um discover that childlike wonder and that hero that he once was, or did he really peak at thirteen and now he's just making things worse? So that's the, that's the story. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! That,
0: that actually sounds like a wonderful comedy movie. This needs to be made. All right, yeah, you sound like a novel, yeah, but a movie. This this sounds yeah. wonderful and historical to be made as a movie. <laughs> Hell yeah! I think people from '80s and now would fucking eat this shit up,
1: bro. Absolutely, and I'm stuck in the '80s too, so that uh that gives everything. Nothing's wrong with <laughs> that. I can see that, man. With the kung fu, baby, yeah. Yeah. you got me smiling here. Cause I'm yeah. like, yo, I grew up
0: on Channel Five, Fox, New York, back in the day, yeah. three mm-hmm. o'clock on Saturdays, kung mm-hmm. theater. Not yep. one soul was goddamn outside because we're watching a movie. And then by five o'clock we're outside practicing these moves, acting like we could climb poles and shit and drapes. Like totally. People, people yeah. would a, uh, climb on drapes. Yeah. Like, how the hell yep. you can climb on a yep. drape like that? <laughs> if you did that at home, mommy would beat your ass.
1: Yeah, totally. I love it. But I, yeah,
0: I'm an 80s child too. But talk about <laughs> this rise of the Kung Fu Dragon Master. Not one, yeah. not just one, but two. But talk about the first and how that led into the second.
1: Yeah, what what Rise of the Kung Fu Dragon Master is actually um is another kind of love letters to the buddy comedies of the eighties and like Big Trouble in Little China and I always felt oh. like I all those things that God. I loved From, uh, like the fantasy, the action, the comedy, and the buddy, uh, the buddy comedies. I wanted to combine all of those things into one, one project. And, uh, that's what Rise of the Kung Fu Dragon Master came from. And what I did instead, like originally I was going to do two, I did two Kickstarters, one for the first volume, one for the second volume. But since, uh, I skipped a step and I actually created a deluxe volume that has both volumes instead because I only wanted to do one printing. And, So right now the only thing available is the deluxe version and it has both volume one and volume two combined. Okay. So it's got Not like more pinups that. and yeah, and it's got like a foreword from uh, Brian Augustine who just uh, passed away. He was one of the uh, he was oh, the editor on the book.
0: And shit, no he, lie, really
1: yeah, yeah, he it, he passed away right, right after he man. finished working on the book, and I'll tell you, it's he did such a beautiful foreword to this I'm book. I'm sorry, brother. That like, man, it, it's it, it was tough because I don't it want to take so you much. back there, but how how yeah. did you feel, you know, you know, having
0: someone like that work on the book and then getting some type of news like that?
1: It was hard because it was he was like um uh, I had just met him working on this book, but he was such okay. a great guy. Like I would talk to him on the phone. We would talk about everything oh, from like man. the book to like parenting to politics. Like, he was just a really life. great guy to talk to. Yeah. Thank and man. we would have these long conversations. And then, you know, when we were done with the book and he passed away, I was, I was, you know, I was bummed because it was like it was this great new connection that I'd made that was very short lived, sadly. So, oh, uh, so but, safe, but, you folks, know, appreciate
0: those in your life that are created yeah. too, man. Appreciate these relationships and build together. Never know. Yeah.
1: So what we did is uh, for the deluxe edition too. I added a page of like in loving memory of like a tribute page for him. Uh, uh, so it, it's that's the other reason too. Like I wanted to make it deluxe. You're not messing edition. with me, right? You know, no, you see, you see, you don't got. <laughs>
0: You so see, you don't got none of, these, none of these hiding in a box of first print somewhere. And when it becomes a movie, I'm, all of a sudden, I'm going to say, hey, I found a box! I found a box of first prints! Hold on! Yeah. I'll hide Don't be messing with me, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <That> was...
1: <laughs> I do have boxes in the garage, but yeah, they're available and they're ready.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, bro. You know, shit. I feel bad that I missed that. I want to get this. This is right up my alley. That yeah. all so talk about you. Okay, so here you are, right? You've done so many things, but now you're building common books. Like, uh, how? Did, what was that learning curve like for you?
1: It was, um, it, it it was like tough in one ways, in some ways, but like, um, a little more facilitated in others. Like, I through podcasting, I had met Mark Wade, and for long ago and far away, it was actually supposed to be first on his, uh, um, digital platform, Thrillbend, but that fell through. The funding went through, but he's kind of been helping and kind of. Shepherding me a little bit through oh, uh, the what? process. Hey. And like he wrote a foreword for Long Gone Far Away. He referred me to Brian for uh the Dragon Master. So I've been actually getting, you know, some some amazing help. And, yeah. yeah. And then uh the um artist, Fernando Pinto, who's amazing. He's the artist on both books. He was very patient. He knew these were like my first books. So we um when we were first kind of starting out, he's like, yeah, you can't put 16 panels on one page. So <laughs> Oh damn! You were yeah, trying to yeah, fix your yeah. panel? Jesus Christ, bro! So, you need a right. microscope to read that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, man. Well, yeah, I think yeah, I, I got Holy it. Yeah, shit. okay. So he um he would kind of help me like with the uh, flow and with the layouts, like and through my film background, I was able to kind of look at it more like storyboarding a film. So yeah. between um Fernando's help and me just bringing my film background to panels and storyboarding, we were able to kind of meet in the middle. And now we kind of have a shorthand where I just kind of, you know, describe the action and some of the panels and he can, you know, fill in the rest of the pages. And it's, you know, they're all it's it's always uh, streamlined now. It's it's fantastic. So um, yeah. it's been it's been great. And then I, we have a great letter, Troy Petrie. And then, uh, you know, there, there's always like the ups and downs of like this publisher it was with. OK, that didn't work out. Then you got to get rights back. And now we're trying again, yeah. and, you know, so. There there's always a um everything's always in flux and flow with uh with anything creative, but uh comics especially right now. So so now I'm looking to uh launch the next Long Go and Far Away is another Kickstarter, Longo and Far Away too. Nice, nice. So how but, you did know, you find Kickstarter and
0: that experience?
1: You know, the Kickstarter uh, I mean, is, how is that I, learning curve. I, the learning curve for Kickstarter has been um up and down, like it's been mostly great. Like, every, <laughs> every once in a while, you know, you like there's no hard and fast rule where if you have three successful kickstarters, the fourth one will be successful. You hope that happens, yeah. but it doesn't always. So, uh, shit ain't promised. Baby. Yeah, no, no. There's no, <laughs> there's no guarantees on anything. So, um, you know, I've had, I'd say, um, I've done, I think, four, one, two, three, four, about five kickstarters, and one hasn't gone. But then you can relaunch oh, okay. it and rework it. But, uh, um, and I, I've done everything from like a. Uh, the feature film and from a uh, podcast festival to the comics. Oh, so wow. it's oh. all different things, but uh, yeah, there's a, you can never take it for granted and it's a full-time job when you're doing it.
0: Are you doing another podcast festival, bro?
1: No, I'm, I'm yeah. out of that business.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah. He gave that shit up. He said, I'm out. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: That, you know, running a live event is an, uh really, really difficult. And then, Okay. You know, it's uh, it's often not very lucrative. So if you're spending, you know, a year working on something that's not paying you, you want to really love it. So uh, we... Yeah, um, I got you. I yeah. remember I set up my first virtual Comic-Con during COVID. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And dude,
0: I set it up within a week with all the guests. You know, what it took was my time. And we had a blast. That's the awesome. The second time I did it, also took just a little bit of time. A lot of people agree that I had, you know, interviewed before. And, and we did it for the leukemia Uh Agency and we collected, oh, I think, over three thousand dollars.
1: Oh, that's so fantastic!
0: Like, yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. don't, don't give up stuff like that. I, you know, teaching people about podcasting, shit. I'll talk because mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. like uh, Podfest. That's a, that's a great podcasting uh, thing that I love to be a part of. And uh, great people and great energy and host people build, you know, and, and speak upon things.
1: Oh yeah, right. yeah. That, that's the best part of the festivals. I found like the the shows are really good. Like we had a lot of great live shows, but also. Like, I was in charge of, um, uh, for LA Podfest, I would do the panels and I would, uh, have people come in and talk about, uh, best practices for podcasts, how to grow you know, all of those things. And that was like really, um, really yeah. rewarding because a lot of people who knew nothing about creating their own podcast would come out and, uh, learn. So is this, is this like a Father's Day six pack?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That's my parenting book.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love it. The father says back here, Kish, the F up. I'll take these six. You get this one. Yeah. And I love this. Yo, know, bro, where the hell did this idea come out? I love the hell out of this. And oh, you, and Were you a new dad when you did this?
1: Absolutely. Huh? Yeah. Bro, I, was yeah a, was. I was a terrified new dad, and I was looking at all of these books i'm like none of these books are helping me they speak how, how to long has your and... bed
0: been so far what's that how long has your bed been you know how many years you've been a that
1: oh <laughs> it's like uh, a jail
0: it's like you're in jail yeah. you know what i
1: mean uh 18, 18. years
0: 18 uh, oh bro yeah. man i'm my, my 22
1: oh yeah so you're you graduated me, yeah. from say
0: university digital uh media arts oh, uh, nice. you know degree kicking ass she's an amazing artist and the folks need some work yo, hit me up my my daughter is, I'm, not, I'm not gaming because she's my daughter she really is very talented like but she's she, I, like i don't like you know i i create logos and she looked at my shit on and she's like nah you need to do this yo you. Like, oh god damn critical of your father hard yeah, yeah. son <laughs> no heart you know love it though that, that's what yeah. makes you a great artist so you, you gotta be honest
1: and a hundred percent. And this is um, this this book actually this. came from that from there, where it's like, you know, I'm really nervous about being a dad. And, you know, I, I feel like I, I shouldn't be. Do any other fathers go through this? Like uh, so I thought, well, you know, let me take all of that, you know, and dad anxiety, put it into a funny book. And, uh, you know, so it can help other dads with the journey. And then to the point where, you know, you're terrified of having a kid to actually loving being a father. And uh, this was one of those parts in uh, um, entertainment that you wish like everything worked that way. Like I wrote up the book proposal. Yeah. Um, I sent it to an agent. The agent picked it up. They sent it to Simon and Schuster, and they bought it on the first uh, on the what? first submission. So uh, that's Get like, out. oh, why, why can't everything work that way?
0: Right? <laughs> so- why can't it be this easy all <laughs> yeah. the time? Dang, yeah, ghetto, that's amazing. Bro. Yeah, so Congrats. so
1: that was one of those. I'm like, oh man, I, you know, I want more of this where it's a, <laughs> not a constant struggle. So every once in a while, things go you know smoothly in the business. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but this cover is amazing. I mean, if you go to a convention, you sell these six packs, bro, you have a line out the door. (laughs)
1: You'd have to get a liquor license, but yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: bro. Yeah, we got to figure it out, Chris. This needs to happen.
1: This needs
0: to happen for Father's Day, a Father's Day special, bro. This will sell like hotcakes, bro. And the comedy film with a guide to movies? Oh, word? Mm -hmm.
1: What's this, bro? Yeah. I have a friend that will eat this up. Yeah, this was a book that um, we made while we were doing the Comedy Film Nerds podcast. So we have like a bunch of really great uh, comedians that each wrote chapters. And what we did is each comedian took a different genre of movies like drama or rom-coms. And then we did like the uh, top 10 in that uh, genre and the bottom 10 in that. Genre and uh, oh, we tried right. to cover as much as we could. Now, obviously, with a movie, a book about movies like that, you know, recent films will not be in there. But there's enough in there to keep film nerds happy for a while.
0: Hey, everybody wants the racy <laughs> stuff. Stop mm-hmm. it, you pervs! <laughs> We're talking about movies here. You want porn? He goes into Blind Adam and his crazy shenanigans. And let's check out the podcast too. I mean, look at the website. I mean, a lot of flavors here, folks. You see, he's gonna. Chris is looking to keep you entertained. So what are you watching? The Quiet Journey is the Professor Atwood Conversations from the Abyss. So what's popping? Where are you Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> you busy man, kid.
1: Th- those, yeah, those are my three podcasts. Uh, the What Are You Watching is still kind of an interview show. That's the one that's not really storytelling, although I get guests to tell me their stories, so that's always uh, fun, too. And uh, what I love about uh, doing that show is that um, when you have creators – talking about what they're creating, it always gives you a little more insight into what they're watching and why. Like, well, why is somebody that's making this watching this? And it's funny how comedians always tend to watch dramas and people that work on, like, um, you know, dramas tend to watch comedy. So people tend to consume the things that they're not making, which is always uh, fun.
0: That's funny. That's funny.
1: And what's up with that? The Quiet Journey to Professor Atwood. Who's the the professor Atwood? (laughs) (laughs) That's, uh, that's me. That's The Quiet Journey. I was saying, say, that you're a professor. I've been addressing yeah. you yeah. all wrong yeah. the whole time. I'm a <laughs> quiet professor. <Yeah. laughs> the, 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 this is when I actually did create kind of like as part of uh, the reaction to the, the pandemic where I wanted to do a storytelling podcast that – uh, cause everyone was kind of going nuts and having awful anxiety and, and, uh, you know, the, everything was of, going through the roof. Yeah. Kind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so I wanted to create like a podcast and take kind of everything that I, you know, learned and knew and experienced and put it into something that could also entertain and help people. So what it is, it's a podcast that I'm, I am a professor who goes on all these different weird journeys throughout, you know, space and under the ocean yeah. and, uh, Um, They're told in a very common relaxing manner. So it helps people kind of tone down anxiety and also help them go to sleep and it has like a bed of like music and sound effects so you can uh-huh. kind of get the pictures in your head as you like relax so it's kind of like a funny stories but also a tool to kind of help you with um, you know anxiety and insomnia. And,
0: too. And, and folks now you see his face so this is who you'd be dreaming about next. Yeah. <laughs> I, should, <laughs> wait, I
1: have to get my lab coat. So no, <laughs> hey, and what about
0: conversations from
1: the abyss? Conversations from the abyss is the opposite of the quiet journeys of Professor Atwood. I always oh, say it's like it's it's stories to help you sleep and stories to keep you awake. It's a oh, this one oh, is a a Twilight Zone uh kind of podcast where it it's two conversations between two living things, possibly. And like sometimes it's a demon, sometimes it's uh something weirder, maybe it's a werewolf, but uh they have these conversations that you feel like you're overhearing in a weird, creepy way. And then I called like a bunch of my comedy friends, like, you know, Aisha Tyler and some of the people from. Uh, hey, wait a minute, uh, let me get my broom. Let me let me get
0: my broom. you started dropping like, some names. I know. Right? I yeah. So, yeah hold hold on. so
1: let me pick up those names that I just dropped. And uh, <laughs> But uh yeah, so so they're they're really fun, um but creepy like stories, and they're super short. They're oh. like fifteen to twenty minutes uh, each, and you can jump into any of them. They're all like Twilight Zone anthology style.
0: And available everywhere. Available everywhere. yeah right?
1: Mm-hmm. Look at this for guy. Free. He
0: pimps himself every and for free. Look at it. he said for free. Everybody's favorite f word. Yeah, other than that <laughs> other one, free. Yeah, yo, you know what I'm saying? Look at every Spotify, Google Podcast. Mm-hmm. Make it happen, folks. This is what you gotta support. Amazing mm-hmm. independent creators doing it then Look at their amazing website. Let me share it again. There you go, boys. Right there at the bottom. You got you got comic books. You got podcasting. There's films, films. You know what I mean? So when we're talking about films. We're not talking uh, nothing not, not nasty either, right? For the
1: project? <laughs> no. To that actual right. films. <laughs> oh, oh, what, oh! Earbuds? What's this this the latest thing? That's the documentary that we were, I was talking about the uh, oh, there we uh, go. about uh, podcasting. Right, but, yeah,
0: uh, look at that! I like the artwork.
1: That's super mm-hmm.
0: cool. Yeah, but and my what is myopic vision trailer.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, like a bunch of short films that. I did together. And then that's a horror movie. The last one I don't have any images of it because it was a disaster. It's a horror movie I did for <laughs> uh um uh for wait,
0: <laughs> are you being a harsh critic or is it really that
1: bad no it really was a disaster they <laughs> yes, um, they, yes. they bought my script threw it away shot their own movie and then uh, I had to come in and what? actually it's it's a whole thing I did a couple podcasts about it you could click through to actually read about or did listen uh, oh, to the whole oh, story I, and will. Yeah. I love uh,
0: it this is why oh. Latinas call bochinche, you know, like yeah. gossip. We love it. Do it. Oh, like it's
1: bocinche. it's insane. Like whenever um, you know, somebody brings you to a meeting and says, "Yeah, you know that script you sold us? Well, they um, there was a runaway production. They threw it away. They shot their own movie. It's unwatchable. Now we need you to fix it." <laughs> and I was, oh shit! That's how the story starts. So.
0: <laughs> oh damn! Some for real. <laughs> And what's this sci-fi channel representing me the future film filmmaker award for skins? What's
1: that? Yeah, I did a um um I did a bunch of short films and then they got uh, picked up by the sci-fi channel and then I won an award for I might I might actually have it here for uh for filmmaking from them. Let's see if I don't know if you'll be able to see it. This is kind of uh mm, probably not. No. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh, there it right is. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a big, it's a big
1: it. E. Yeah.
0: Okay, not an ecstasy saying. pill, folks. An actual yeah. letter E. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. So that was a that was a, a couple of years ago, but uh, it was it was nice. It was they um, uh, they had like a they were really supportive of short films and short filmmaking. And in a time that, you know, a lot of networks weren't. I mean, now with YouTube and everything, you could see short films uh, a lot of places. But oh, yeah, at the Lord. time, you know, the networks were like, well, we don't we don't care about short films, especially for science fiction and fantasy. And I now mean, they do. You have networks yeah. dedicated to short films now. All of Completely a sudden. different. Yeah.
0: Story. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't the world crazy, right? Oh, yeah. oh mm-hmm. now you catch on. Like, yeah. Well, when you had the opportunity. Yeah. You know, all of you guys are doing the blockbuster. You had the opportunity mm-hmm. to buy Netflix. You said no and you don't fucked yeah. up.
1: Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, Hollywood is always 10 to 20 years behind. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> Jeez bro. <laughs>
0: yeah, but that hurts the creator overall because then you'll you have that niche limited audience. And then do you really want to be known as the co-creator or, or, or you want to be, you know, at the moment, like, yeah, appreciate what I got it when I did it now exactly you know I mean? yeah
1: yeah you um yeah. you know every, every uh, artist really at least wants the opportunity to sell out as quickly as possible so How fucking yeah you know not to be the wait when, when you're 60 all of a sudden it's like damn
0: i wrote to check out bigger all of a sudden yeah the hell now they like this shit That's yeah what I'm you. i laugh y'all years later you know they talk about certain movies that they were bashing on yeah. social and then 10 mm-hmm. years later all of a sudden you know what it really wasn't that bad wow how opinions mm-hmm. change
1: well, <laughs> You and I remember when there wasn't that many comic book movies. We would get one well, a year, I and mean, you were lucky dude, to get that.
0: Do you know what I was just watched? We the uh the Spider-Man movie from the 70s when he was in Japan. Do you know how bad <laughs> that movie is? That's how it was. <laughs> Folks, we suffered. So I, I don't complain, yo. I yeah. need to shit up because anything yeah. is better than that. Yeah. This motherfucker Wait. on the roof, there's nobody around. He's still walking around. Like, he's sneaking. yeah. yeah. What is yeah. going on? But nobody there. Could you fucking walk?
1: <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. And the costumes would never fit right. And the special effects were terrible because there was there was no budget for any of these. And, uh, yeah. you know, we, we would get maybe one higher budget thing a year. And but that yeah. was not a guarantee that it would be good. And if that was bad, you had to wait another year for the next superhero movie. Oh, man. Would wait, anybody- would be good. Chris, man, some of you were part of the generation
0: when, when the Hulk movie with Thor and everybody heard of, oh, man, we're going to get Thor in a fucking TV movie and we saw yes. Thor.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, and then we got, after that, we got the, uh, the Hulk movie with Daredevil with uh, oh, Rex Smith oh from Solid Gold.
0: Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, bro, yes. You see, <laughs> folks, you see how we were tortured? You see why we try not to argue about the things that are out now? Yeah. please understand us stop bitching look yeah. what we went through
1: just remember um, everything is better now so let's keep that in mind imagine we had social media then these people yeah. would have committed suicide
0: yeah <laughs> jeez bro we, we would have been evil back then with these fucking movies We're like, yeah, thank you but no thank you bro yeah. too much bulge too much this too much ass crack you know that, that's too tight what's going on bro fuck yeah, it was a good time, Chris. What can I tell you, bro? Yeah, I tell you? yeah. We're talking about good times. What can I see you next? Are you going to be doing any live shows where you're going to be presenting all the wonderful parts that White Pine Entertainment got to offer? Any conventions, any tabling, any live yes. shows? What was what, going on?
1: Next month, I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be at the Ontario uh, Comic Con in California. And oh, cool. I will be there for Saturday and Sunday. I'll be uh White Cat Entertainment. will have a booth there, so you could definitely come check us out. We'll have everything there, anything you want to buy, including the parenting book, Pacify Me.
0: So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll oh, have man. I, I wish you yeah. had a six pack. you yeah, the ultimate <laughs> awesome collectible. So, uh, you know, your booth numbers, so make it easy for them. You know, what, I, what, what aisle are you at?
1: Um, that's a great question. I should probably know that, but I don't. <laughs> but it's the i don't think it's a giant convention it's a decent size but i I, i'm findable i think (laughs) okay great you should be he has a big
0: look look at that logo you can't miss it right behind on this whole time folks Mm
1: -hmm. all right awesome so any other
0: shows other than the ontario show
1: uh that's the only uh upcoming uh live performance i have coming up i will be walking around comic con this year but i won't have a booth so if you see me in the throng of eight million people just you know say hi <laughs> yeah
0: man i get uh, it but, man i'm trying to see uncle sam kind of screwed yeah. me up a little bit yeah. so now <laughs> but, uh, I, I I gotta see if i could go to san diego if i do i definitely yeah. let you know so we can hang out
1: that would be great yeah uh, the other thing i have uh coming up is uh if you get on the website and go on the mailing list i'll have the new Long and far away. Um, Kickstarter that'll be in the next probably couple months. Ooh. That'll be launching.
0: You better send comic crusaders that press release that so we can Absolutely. share. It, announce it To our, uh, our fellow crusaders, to totally. that way you show sort the of love and, mm-hmm. and support. Wonderful independent comic books and fun, fun stuff like right? you, you, what you guys are producing, Yo, yo Chris, man, thank you. That's Thanks, from, Al. From a fan to a creator, and a, you know, and a fellow just doing things. Thank you for being bold and brave enough to put stuff out there. Just share and and make it fun for us and, and put in a smile on our face. It means a lot. So thank My you.
1: pleasure. Thanks for having me on now.
0: No, nah, brother, you rock and folks. I'm going to show it one more time. You want to like support what Chris is doing. Please visit whitecatentertainment.com. The link is also below click away, make them uh, fingers sore. Like you're from the Jetsons and shit clicking away. So I mm-hmm. love and buying everything they got. Alright, and support and the following you can follow Chris and his brand on Twitter. So follow the brand at White Cat Stories on Twitter. And you can follow Chris J. Mancini, alright? The new boom boom. Whippa. That's right. That's about to kick some ass. The boom boom of comics, alright? Boom boom mancini of comics. I love it. Alright. Rocking it out. Not, knocking getting hmm out with the wonderful indie books. That's what White Cat is doing. So show the love, support indie always that like comic crusaders do, you know please subscribe, turn on notifications so you you know when we got some dope stuff coming out. And of course, also support my other family over there, undercovercapes.com with wonderful shows. And I also got a dope a show where we're talking entrepreneurs, you know, that are, that are, are coaches and, and, and motivational speakers and all that are out there that inspire you so where you can learn from them hopefully and, you know, get out there and doing your own thing too via the AMP, the Omega Podcast. Thank you everybody for tuning in today. So to the love as always. Hasta la próxima, mi gente. Weepa. thank you for listening to the comic crusaders podcast if you like the content please subscribe and turn on notifications also please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at undercovercapes.com. and also make sure to download the comic crusaders app on the google play store today